Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. Well, I'm thinking about being a watch guy. Excuse what does that me? mean? Well, like oh, wearing out? a watch? Oh, I, I was thinking you're going to like, like a watch, watch out. No. You guys know wearing a watch. Wearing a watch. Okay. Neighborhood watch. <laughs> I just see professional folks in the, like the, mm. and they look good in watches and I don't need it for time. <laughs> I see time on my phone. I just got off the air. So what are you thinking? Casio? Rolex? I don't know enough about them. So I was talking with him about talking about it with Caitlin. I was like, what? I'll just get me a cheap one first. Mm-hmm. Try it out. And see if I can be watch guy. But then I'm going to go, I got that from a honeycomb box. Who cares? You know, <laughs> do you think I can be watch guy? Well, your point of being watch guy is to be professional watch well, guy? Well, it's to or? look. It's, 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 uh, it's a look. It's a more mature more okay. mature, cool. So my not hus- an Apple Watch, not Apple. Watch. Okay, okay, so not okay. Apple Watch. My husband's a watch guy. He has his everyday sporty look, which is like a Garmin, big. It also can do fancy things with golf, which I think you would appreciate, or GPS and stuff like that. And then, then he has a what did I? I got him for him for an anniversary, like a Pilot one, like a brighten or something like that which is it's really nice like if we ever get in trouble i'm selling it <laughs> kind of thing you know dang you know not in trouble like that like if we ever need money i'm yeah, gonna have yeah. to be like hand oh, over the watch <laughs> it's gotta go it's but, so but he's military and they but that's a pilot yeah. yes and that the that kind of nice watch i got he similar to you it was like a professional thing other pilots wear that watch or something and it's a conversation starter with pilots so, and he wants that for networking. Yeah, I just think I need a little little texture. You need a little conversation starter on your wrist. You, dude, you can wear whatever you want. Yeah, as long it's as just, you own it. Yeah. Me, it's just, I know I can pull it off. Yeah. It's just me remembering it. I don't mm. want to go spend money on it and never wear it and be like, I'm going to put that crap on. Like, my dad, he worked really hard, you know, like when we were in high school and he finally bought like a couple of Rolexes. And when I graduated college, he gave me a Rolex. So I was rolling around. With a Rolex, like right out of college, and dude, people respected me. I felt like people would take me more serious. They would see my Roly, and they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, a nice Rolex! Like, wow, where, what, what kind is that? Is that a 1978?" And they knew all about it. I didn't know crap about it. Is Roly the term for Rolexes? I don't know. I just called it that. Okay, go ahead. And then one of the coolest moments I had was I went to because I didn't know what it was worth. I didn't know like how cool this watch was, so I went to the mall. Walked in one of the stores. It's kind of almost like a pretty woman moment. And they were just like, sir, like, really, if you're going to buy something, cool. But if not, I have to ask you to leave. I said, actually, no, I, I want to see that watch right there because it's just like mine. And, dude, I stuck my wrist down. She goes, oh, you have a Rolex. And she, her demeanor changed. And I was like, yeah, how much is that worth? Okay, cool. I was just wondering. I might buy one next week, but at another store. Okay, pretty woman. Okay, come on. We know that they they tried to kick you out of a store for just look. I've never. Did you make? Did you? That happened to Luke Combs. Did you just copy his story? Did you steal Julia Roberts on Luke Combs? I didn't make up the story, but she didn't say like if you're not gonna buy, then get out. No one helped me. I was there for ten minutes, and no one came to me. Okay. Okay. That was the real story. They're like, you, you just said that they said you needed to leave. Also, I need to clarify, my husband's is a Brightling, not a Brighton. I think a Brighton is a girl's watch. <laughs> Bones, get a watch, dude. You're going to yeah. love it. Yeah, okay. do it. We'll see what happens. Uh, here's a voicemail. This is from Karen about Eddie being a Karen. Oh. Hey, guys, I'm just calling in about the bit about Eddie being a Karen and this coming from an actual Karen. I do not think Eddie was being a Karen. The teenagers um, were being inappropriate in front of his kids. I know now I'm going to sound like a Karen, right? But um, Eddie, I think you're cool. You're not a Karen and um, everybody should leave you alone. I agreed. Leave me alone. I did not think you were a Karen, but you lost. So you're on Team Karen on Lunchbox. No, because the listeners all voted Karen. Is that why I lost? No, in the room you lost. Did you guys vote me a Karen? Oh, you're yeah, a Karen. you're a Karen. You're for sure yes. a Karen. Yeah, then yeah. he voted. Yeah, we you went just like, snitched on your neighbors. Easy. Yeah. Um, and here is one. Remember the story about the guy driving naked? I think it was a bonehead story. Yeah, through Taco Bell through Taco, or yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, show. I heard that someone was driving home naked or driving through a Taco Bell naked. So I figured I'd give it a try. Doing it right now. It feels great. I'm leaving work, and this is the best way to get home. I highly recommend it. Take off all your clothes. It feels awesome. Okay, bye. 
Okay. Is she really? She's no, no uh, Pickering no didn't happen. Okay. Pickering didn't happen. Keep that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, here, I'm, I'm out. I got to go to the airport, but we'll see you guys. Uh, thank you for being here with us. Thanks for being a part of the show. Enjoy today's podcast. Reba is on later. Eddie's upset with me. He says, I, I stepped over the line yesterday as we were playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Maybe upset's not the word. No, no, no. I'm just a little worried. I get, I'm concerned. Okay, so. That's concerned and that seems totally different. Well, yeah, let, we'll tell you the scenario coming okay. up. We got a lot to do today for sure. Glad everybody is here. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Why don't we start with the good old Friday food feud? The Bobby Bones Show. Food feud. Right. It's always two food items we love going against each other. Now, we're now in the bracket. Last week, Waffle House Waffles beat Olive Garden Breadsticks, so they're down to the final four. But here we go. We have another one here to play into the final four. In the blue corner, they previously won with a vote of 3-2. to two. These chips get some of their trademark flavor from tomato, onion, and garlic powders, plus cheddar cheese and buttermilk. And a bag will run you about 150 calories. Up first is Cool Ranch Dorito. Yeah. All right, now it's going to be facing off against Hot Out of the Oven. And there's nothing better in the world. About 190 calories, though. When they turn the light on, it means they are available and hot and fresh out the kitchen. It's Krispy Kreme Donuts. Yeah. So Cool Ranch Doritos won the chips bracket, and the donuts won the donut bracket. So here they are playing against each other. You get to pick one. Amy, what's your food feud winner for the day? Cool Ranch Doritos or Krispy Kreme Donuts? Don't let the fact that we're at breakfast hours influence you. Ah, good because call. you could your taste buds may not be awake enough yet for Doritos, but use your mind, not yeah. your tongue. So I'm not big on Cool Ranch, so I'm going Krispy Kreme Donut all the way. One vote Krispy Kreme. Lunchbox. Man, this is a tough one. I'm not really a fan of Krispy Kreme Donuts, but compared to Cool Ranch Doritos chips, I like those better than the Cool Ranch, so I'm going to go Krispy Kreme Donut. Eddie? When I go to the chip aisle, Bones, I don't pick Cool Ranch Doritos. Nice. Definitely not one of my top five, so let's go Krispy Kreme Donuts. Wow. Krispy Kreme's I'm winning Krispy by... Krispy Kreme, too. Yeah. That's simply. four. Morgan, what were you going to go? Totally Krispy Kreme Donuts. <laughs> All right. We got a big winner here. It's Whoa. a quick one today. It's a quick one. Your winner into the final four, Krispy Kreme Donuts. <laughs> so dumb. Can we get some now? Yeah, yeah. Well, we used to bring it in every day, and then I, I think the show was going broke. <laughs> Just with the food. It's from me bringing it. I'm like, they, they they need to see it. And then I'm the only one that eats it. And then when I'm done, Amy's like, can I get a bite? Yeah. Uh, glad everybody's here, man, really. Just just so appreciative that you'll, you'll hang out with us. Um, there was a woman who was driving in her car, and there's a mouse in her car oh. as she's driving. Now, what do you think you would have done, Amy? Ooh, freaked out. Maybe swerved. Tried to get it out. Pulled over, screamed, got out. You said out. pulled over last, though, of all the things. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, now that I think about it, that's the first thing I should do and get out and scream until somebody helps me. There was a video on Instagram of a woman driving. She starts filming. Oh, great. Uh-huh. Because there's a baby mouse inside of her car by the mirror on the driver's side. So she's, it's like, it's like, up. you know where the oh crap handle is? Yes. yes. It's a little bit in front of that. Inside. Yes, inside. Okay. Right, right, right. So she's casually talking about the mouse hanging in her car, and then it falls on her. She's driving. She goes nuts. Right. It looks like she's a mouse hanging in my car. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's literally on my, oh my God. All right. First of all, it's dangerous to be filming and driving anyway. Uh-huh. Second of all, why would you keep filming and freaking out and still stay behind the wheel of the car? <laughs> and then third of all, as far as animals, I don't think a mouse is that bad of an animal of all the animals. I think no. it uh, mentally, I have to just think of Ratatouille or something, and then I will probably be able to handle it. But initially, I'm going to freak out. I think I'm going to go, oh, man. Oh, let me just get over for a second. That's okay, cute. well, that's you. Uh, cool, calm, collected. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Boom. But sometimes, as Caitlin tells me, too cool, calm, and collected all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Um, yesterday, I paid a bunch of people on Instagram. Maybe day before yesterday. And yesterday. Um, I'll probably do that um, again today, too. Did you see my, cut my post? I did. Crazy. I know it. 
I just I mean, how many a, comments ended up being in there? Because oh, well, they got locked. One they, of them was forty thousand. Oh, wow. yeah, it said comments are limited. Like you had too many comments, you couldn't comment anymore. Because I tried to get mine on there. You did? Yeah. I last I checked, it was at eighteen thousand, and my mind was blown at that. So now you're telling me it was at forty? Yeah. If I look now, it is. Well, and the thing is. So what'd you do? A dollar per comment? <laughs> no. No, I'm 10 a comment. It's at for almost <laughs> over 42,000 comments. How did you pick? I just randomly Random. went through. Crazy. Yeah. And I would just give people 25 bucks or 50 bucks or uh, one of them 100 bucks. So I- I'll be doing it again. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, at Mr. Bobby Bones. And also gave away some money to people on Instagram stories who would talk about our show and tag us. Oh, cool. This is just a way for us to promote our show. Oh. And so is I'm just. how spend- it works? Well, it is now because that. <laughs> I'm just have to spend my own money. It's like some of the games we do on this show where I have to give my own money as a prize. I mean, I'll, I I'm blessed enough to be able to do it, so I'll keep doing it. So uh, follow me on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, if you want to get on on a- action. Raymundo, tell Amy what you saw at Starbucks. <laughs> so I, I'm in the Starbucks line. This is crazy. And apparently this lady, two people back, was a medium. Like a psychic? And she goes, she goes to the dude in front of me and says, did your father pass away? And the guy's just like kind of flustered and goes, uh, yeah, why? And she goes, he, he forgives you. I needed to tell you that I'm a medium and he's in this, uh, in Starbucks right now. And he, he wanted me to tell you that I'm so sorry, but I just felt the urge and I needed to tell And this is all in front of everybody else. And so then other people are probably looking around wondering, what, who else is chilling in this restaurant with us? <laughs> I think about that part of it. That yeah. is crazy. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. So first of all, just that you see that is wild. <laughs> Even if it's completely somebody that's kooky as can right. be. She could do that to multiple mm-hmm. people, and then she got lucky because, yeah, his dad had died. So did he believe it? Uh, he was weirded out by the whole thing. He did say thank you, but, and then I'm just, is the, so I guess the ghost was literally in Starbucks in the line with us. Okay, just let me play devil's advocate here before we all go kooky kooky. What if she really could? We can't prove she couldn't. I mean, she nailed it. His dad had just died. And that's a tough one. You can't just go up to someone and be yeah. like, hey, do you know uh, somebody with a U in their name? That's tough. Yeah. That the, the dad. What do you think? I'm, I'm not, I don't think so, but... Could be. I'm not a believer in that either. <laughs> However, I do leave a shred of doubt mm-hmm. because I don't know anything that I can't see or touch or smell. Right. So, did you believe it, Ray? I did. And honestly, the guy, what a relief. His dad forgave him. Did you ask the guy, hey, what'd you do? I should have. <laughs> if I was a good reporter, I would have, yes. Amy's cousin uh, is a psychic. A medium, too. Oh, is it? Well, because she talks to my mom. My mom has been... My mom passed away almost seven years ago, and she talks with her regularly. Do you believe that your cousin is a a true psychic? I don't like doubting her gift, but I struggle with believing it. What a diplomatic, wonderfully chosen answer. Wow. Um, So she, Amy is keeping a secret from me right now, and she's also keeping the secret from Caitlin, too. Because Amy's cousin has come on a couple times and predicted my future, and she's pretty much... Whap, 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 nailed stuff when I was going to meet Caitlin. There was going to be a really tough decision in June, which was Caitlin moving here. And so she told you what? That she thinks she knows when? When-ish you might make the next move. Which is? Proposal. <laughs> okay. And so she gave you a time period? Yep. And you're not telling Caitlin? No. Caitlin's asked me multiple times, Which too. is good. Don't tell her because I if I don't do it because I don't know, she's mm-hmm. going to be... Exactly. I don't want that to happen. And I'm, yeah. And then I certainly don't want to tell you because I don't want you to not do it at that time. Well, then I would get competitive and I'll be like, I'll show her. Yeah, exactly. But did you save it like in a jar or something? Well, I know it in my head. Well, no, but you got to prove, like, leave it there on the table. Oh, yeah. Put it in an envelope. You know, leave it It there. It is true. You should mail it to yourself. Oh, that way you don't think I'm just saying that. Yes. Okay. You should put, or or just give it to Mike D or something like that. You can give it to me. I'll. Yeah. You'll do that? I can do that. Okay, cool. Later on, Reba will be on our Friday morning conversation with Reba McIntyre. Cannot wait for that. Fun Fact Friday. The five most fun facts that Amy could find. Let's count them down. Number five. So Bill Nye, the science guy, doesn't have any degrees in the science fields. Yeah. He graduated from Cornell University in 1977 with a degree in mechanical engineering. I guess... 
He's just a science guy. He's not called Dr. Bill. Yeah. Yeah, and it just goes to show if you're passionate about something, doesn't mean you had to study it. Wow. I bet he's trying to stomp this out. He didn't want this to be told. No, not at all. <laughs> Number four. A seven-foot-tall man in the U.S. has a one-in-seven shot of making it to the NBA. A man under six feet has 1.2 million. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. That seven-foot thing is interesting 2. to me. Yeah. Because there just aren't that many. Yes. In one-in-seven playing the NBA. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And if you're European at seven-foot-tall, you can also play point guard, and you can also play shooting guard, and you can also <laughs> play now. center, and you can also... <laughs> Three. The U.S. government once set a bunch of beer next to an atomic blast to see if it would still be drinkable afterwards. Turns out, in the event of a nuclear war, beer is still safe to drink. Who tried that? I would never be the one to be like, <laughs> give me the bud. Bring the bud over here. I'm ready. All right. Number two. So Robert Pattinson once dealt with an obsessed fan by taking her out for dinner and complaining about his life the whole time. He says he was able to bore the person in a couple minutes and took took care of the obsessed fan. He had a stalker. Wow. And that's how he handled it. Was to just be irritating. That's risky. And the most fun fact. Number one. Until kale became trendy in the last decade, the biggest buyer of kale in the U.S. was Pizza Hut. And they didn't even buy it to feed people. They used it to decorate their salad bars. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's pretty fun. Like there that. you go. That's it, baby. Fact Friday. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Lee Bryce announced that he has a new album coming out November 20th. It's called Hey World. And lots of new music out today. Kelsey Ballerini dropped her stripped album called Ballerini. Reba McIntyre is celebrating the 30th anniversary of her album, Rumor Has It, by dropping a new edition today. Riley Green released an EP called If It Wasn't For Trucks. And Mickey Guyton released an EP called Bridges. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A 73-year-old woman in Utah was in her backyard when someone jumped the fence and started attacking her, but she had an American flag. She grabbed the flag and started beating the guy with it, and he ran off, but it ruined her flag. Police came, found the suspect, and they brought her new American flag. Oh, that's awesome. USA! USA! (laughs) There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Charlotte, North Carolina. A man got a flat tire on the side of the road, and he didn't have a jack, so he walks to the gas station, sees someone pumping gas, goes, excuse me, sir, do you have a jack I can borrow? The guy says no. So the guy with the flat tire gets mad and tries to set the guy's car on fire. Only problem is he lights himself on fire. There's so many things that went wrong in this story. (laughs) What happened to the guy? Uh, He ran away, but he suffered burns. Police didn't catch him, but they said his pants caught on fire, so they expect him to have burns all over his legs. They're looking for a guy with a burnt butt. (laughs) See the guy with a burnt butt. Please call cops. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Well, not to get super serious, but I think sometimes it's needed. Today is the 19th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. Did you guys realize that? Yeah. Yeah. Today, It's Mm -hmm. always weird, too, when someone put... Because it's also Friday, and it's a big um, music release day, and movies come out on Friday. And it's always weird when it's like, new project coming out on 9-11. Because that always, to me, is just 9-11 is, it has a really bad feeling about it, regardless of what you're saying around that date. Right. And some people, this is their birthday. mm Mm-hmm. That's true, Mm -hmm. too. So today is Patriot Day. This was... Uh, created to honor the memory of the nearly 3,000 innocent victims who died in the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks. Each year we dedicate this day to remember those who died and to the first responders who risked their lives to save others. So, you know, here we are. We've, we all probably saw it on TV. I, I mean, I was in college. Yeah. Did you know that in 2001, when the attack was, if they, you were born then, you're now freshmen or sophomores in college. Whoa. Wow. That's how yeah. long ago it's been. It still feels, I mean, I, I can vividly remember For it. For sure. It's one of those few things. I get, you know, my grandma would always say, I remember when JFK was shot. Mm-hmm. And she where remembers exactly yeah. where she was and what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's ours there. For sure. So, um, yeah, just want to take a second and obviously talk about it and uh, bring up Patriot Day and 
Also, big shout out to all of our uh, military and first responders just in general, not just for this. I mean, for this, you deserve all the shout outs in the world. But just in general, you're still risking your life all the time. And we just appreciate that so much. And because we are a, a country music show, I want to talk about Alan Jackson, Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning, mm-hmm. and the story behind that song, because that came out in relation to this, to the terrorist attacks. So the song was written by Alan Jackson in the wake of the September 11 attacks and released on November 26, 2001. It was the lead single from his Drive album. He wrote the song on his own with the idea coming to him at 4 a.m. in the morning. He said he wanted to capture a song capturing the emotions surrounding the attack, but he found it difficult to do so. He said the lyrics came out of nowhere. It was just a gift. I started piecing together these verses. The song won a bunch of awards and still an amazing song. Let's go over and hear from Kai in Portland. My girlfriend broke up with me earlier this week. It has been a lot to deal with and very uh, difficult for me. Only it's because like we didn't have a big fight or anything, but she has been losing feelings for me gradually. Like We're both very serious about staying friends and we're still texting. I feel weird that I still have feelings for her and she doesn't for me and texting is like we still have this relationship I guess my question is would it be weird to ask her for some space tell her you know I really need some time to like get over you before I can treat this like a good friendship like this isn't what you deserve isn't what I deserve love to hear what you guys have to say it's a great question if you really want to move on you got to take a minute or you don't hang out or talk or text maybe you'll be friendly or maybe you won't later on but for you to get over it, you can't keep a line of communication always going. I agree. So as someone who's been through it, you can't keep talking. You got to cut it. And so with a few different girlfriends back in the day, so you got to cut it so you can move on. And then if you want to circle back, be back and you can. But that's a great question, Kai. But yes, you got to have a minute. So and she also may be just leaning on you. Because she needs someone, and she's just kind of leaning on you till somebody else is able to be leaned on. And that's never a fun feeling. Yeah, in order for both of you to truly move on. And she might just feel bad, but she feels like if she keeps you close as a friend, too, it would be better for you. But it's not. So let me say this. Kai's from Portland. We're just now starting to catch on in Portland. It takes a while, especially in a pandemic. But let me shout out to everybody in Portland that listens to our show. We, we're just so grateful we're on the air up there. And thank you. Just thank you. Here's another call from Portland. Hi, I was just calling to let you guys know and ask if you guys could all um, keep Oregon in your thoughts and your prayers. Oregon is facing some of their largest wildfires that they have had in years. As well as I wanted to give a little something good. It's amazing to see all the communities come together and work um, with their neighbors to get everyone out of the evacuated areas. People and animals, neighbors are lending any resources they have to ensure that everyone gets out safely. So if you could please just keep Oregon and in your prayers, that would be great. Thanks. We definitely will, and we'll put this on the air, which we just did. Maybe other people will hop in on that as well. Yeah, it is crazy up there. Uh, you can help the Red Cross, too. I know especially in Oregon, it's you text the word Red Cross to 90999, and $10 goes on your phone bill. So, yeah, thoughts with you guys for sure. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Well, Walking Dead is coming to an end, but they have announced that there will be a Daryl Carroll spinoff coming. Does that interest you at all? It did. It was my favorite show for years. Mm-hmm. My favorite show was The Office forever while it was on live. I mean, a current show. Then it became The Walking Dead, and then I just couldn't see the show anymore. They were too dark in some of the scenes zombies were grabbing folks that I liked and then I just kind of got <laughs> bored. Yeah, I quite, I don't, I want to maybe go back in but I don't quite know where I left Me off. Me either and I don't know and I don't want to go waste two hours watching old up. Anyway, well, as, great. I thought it was just a great show. Yeah, well as AMC did with Mad Men and Breaking Bad, the final season will run over two years with a total of 24 episodes. I'm trying to get Kaylin to start Cobra Kai. Yeah. But she does not want to. It is so lame. My, is husband, my husband loves it. So well, Eddie like, was the one telling me I should watch it. Uh, I've only seen the first episode, and I saw when it first came out on YouTube TV YouTube or whatever. Red or whatever. Red, yeah. that's what it was. And I loved it. Uh, I want, and we don't really have a show. We're still you know, rolling through Last Chance You right now. We don't have a show. <laughs> I don't know that that's y'all's show. It can maybe be your show. But, but I don't really have shows anymore. If I'm ever watching TV, because let's be honest, yes. I work a lot. I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. We're watching a show together. 
I agree. That's why. I- Which kind of stinks. Cause I like to catch up on the boys. I know, dude. And she's not having that. <laughs> like, I got a bunch of things I want to watch that I have yeah. no time for. <laughs> All right, what Y'all else, are about Amy? to do that thing where sometimes you just watch stuff separate. Yeah. Okay. It's going to start happening. Well, but we always, we kind of watch stuff in bed when we're like down for the night. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's going to start to be where you Two just- beds. Two, two TVs, room. oh two, two different rooms. rooms. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple in Minnesota, they were pretty shocked when they were having their home birth. This is their third kid. The other two, I think they delivered in a hospital, but this one they were like, let's have it at home. And because of coronavirus, she wasn't able to really get any ultrasounds. They did have midwives, and then they were given birth. One baby came out, and then the midwife was like, uh, uh, there's another baby in there. They gave birth to twins, oh. had no idea. Hmm. Can you imagine? I wonder what's more common. Multiple babies, like one being hidden, because I'm sure they did an ultrasound. No, they did, didn't. Because Oh, of, no, did you say that? Yeah. They did no prenatal, they did none of that stuff? Not, no, it's had to do with coronavirus, and that's why, because people uh. weren't allowed up to the hospital, and she didn't want to ever be alone, and like the imaging and the birth, so they decided to do it at home with midwives. The old-fashioned way, no ultrasound. In the tub. Well, back, well, okay. I wonder what happens more to that or people that don't know they're pregnant and have a baby. And they go pee and then boop, baby yeah. comes out. Amy yeah. knew someone like that. I did. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. She's, she says <laughs> but she, she, says was she didn't know. Nutty, right? No, I no. I mean, she was my friend. After that, I was wondering if maybe she was a yeah. little nutty or maybe if like so much denial set in that you just deny, deny, deny and you stick with that. Well, I kind of feel that way where you wonder if someone's nutty about Amy. She jumped in the pool with her clothes on. <laughs> and I was thinking about it yesterday. You know what? You just do you. You got a lot of stuff going on. I don't think you're nutty. I think you're just, you just got a lot happening in your personal life right now. Yeah, I'm not saying it was a moment where, I mean, I decided to share with you guys. I, because that's, that's my I point. Felt- and I was thinking about it. I was like, what What can I do for Amy? <laughs> because I know it's that not, it's personally not- there are some struggles right now. And you know what I thought I would do? I would just come on and acknowledge that you're going through something and I know it. And I'm trying to be here for you best I can. Thank you. If you notice off the air, I'm pretty lovely and light. You are. It's fine. I'm fine. Because usually I'm like, like wah, wah, come on, <laughs> faster, faster. Yeah. Everything's you know? fine. I'm like, come on, horse. Okay. And thank you for that. I feel it. Okay, good. Uh, so, and lastly, uh, Keith Urban has found a silver lining in the pandemic and that it's he's gotten a lot of family time in Australia, especially with Nicole's family because they live in the same area as them, so they've been able to hang out. But Keith's mom, she lives in a different state. In Australia, borders shut down. You can't go from place to place, but he has enjoyed time with his immediate family and some of hers. And he will be traveling back to the United States to host the ACMs next Wednesday, September 16th so heads up on that he's gonna be hosting for the first time hey if he can't get through guys i'll host it if something happens and he can't fly back i will hop in i'm ready to go because i'll be i'll be presenting i'm already there i'm already dressed up are you at so you're one of the because it's at three locations the ryman the bluebird and the grand Ole opry so what's your i'm assuming i'll be at the grand Ole opry okay because you're always there well no i mean i do yes i do a show for the opry but i'm assuming because the awards are given away at the opry i think the ryman will have performances the bluebird will have performances but the Grand Ole Opry will have the the awards and some performances. Okay, gotcha. But Caitlin can't go with me. It's COVID protocol. You walk uh-huh. in one way with an arrow, you don't see anybody. You announce. You walk out a different way with an arrow. No, nothing. Wow. Yeah. Which I love, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why are we doing this? Have to do no dumb to red carpet. I don't have to do a lot of fake hugging. Oh, is there no red carpet? No. Why would there? Be? You can't be around, folks. Why well, socially distance? Come take your picture next. No, nah, there'll be no red carpet. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So something good has come out of quarantine. A study was done and two thirds of Americans say that quarantine has made them a better person. I think it's made me a better person. I think just the whole situation has made me better in a lot of ways. Maybe appreciate things different. That's for sure. Yeah. And I don't think Caitlin and I would have lived together as quick. I think it would have happened. But as crazy as I am, I'd have been like, I don't know. Let's wait another few years. Let me wait another 10 years before we start thinking about this. <laughs> I'm like, that part of it, I'm very grateful for. But yeah, how about that? Quality time with friends and family was huge and a major theme amongst the people that were polled. So meaningful relationships came out of this. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. A woman got a birthday present from her husband. He gave her a lottery ticket. 
which I'm assuming, Lunchbox, since you love the lottery so much, people have given you tickets for your birthday. Absolutely. Any of them ever been winners? I mean, $50 here. Oh, wow. Yeah, like Santa Claus gives me some every year. She tells lottery officials she doesn't play often, but she hit for $2.9 million. Woo! A birthday gift. That's nice. That's crazy. You know what's funny? What Lunchbox and his family used to do? They used to... Uh, giveaway lottery tickets at Christmas, right? And he, and he hit his brother with one of the fake ones. Yeah, because <laughs> Santa puts them in your stocking every year, and so I knew Santa was going to put some in my brother's stocking, so I put a fake one in his stocking <laughs> so it was mixed in with all the other lottery tickets, and he scratched it with the whole family there, and it said he won $250,000, and the whole no one knew in my family. I was the only one that knew. <laughs> so everybody is jumping up and down. My brother is on the couch jumping up and down. My grandma and grandpa are crying. Like, it was bananas. And you just stayed quiet? And I was like, Joe's buying dinner! Joe's buying dinner! I'm celebrating with everybody, because if I just sit there like nothing... Then they know, and everybody's going crazy. My sister calls her best friend long distance. Joe's buying me a car. Like all this. And finally, my grandpa looks at it and goes, claim at yo mama's house. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. Only in your dreams. (laughs) And then what did he do? Oh, and I was like, got you. Got you. And he's like. I hate you, and he said some choice words to me, and everybody was just like, oh. If we, w- if we would have filmed it, we would have won America's Home Funniest Videos. For sure. Were they mad at you, or did they think it was funny? Which one more? Oh, the family thought it was hilarious. My brother probably more mad at me. <laughs> but everybody else in the family, hilarious. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of that story is when he talks about his sister making a long-distance call. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How long ago was that? How long ago? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, he was in college, so he was a friend. I was probably in high school. I was probably a senior in high school, so 1998, 99. Oh, my gosh. We definitely still did one. (laughs) Harry code. Yeah. Ooh-wee. Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. What do cakes and baseball teams have in common? What do cakes and baseball teams have in common? They both need a good better. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. We'll talk to Reba in about 10 minutes. If you love Reba McIntyre, hang out because she's always awesome. She's hanging out right now in our marathon virtual green room. So Reba coming up. All right. You guys ready for a, a game of Never Gonna Get It? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so if someone gets it right, they win 20 bucks from me in the jackpot, which is currently at $5. Did you pay Mike, Amy? I haven't yet, but I'm we, going You to. can't get in until you oh, pay. Wow. Oh, wow. Come on, dear. guys. So you'll oh, have... Oh, my dear. You, uh, no, because then people don't... It's like fantasy football. But I'm gonna pay. It's like you have to pay before the season starts, and if you're not paid, your team doesn't play. I used right. to say that all the time, Amy. I'll pay, I'll pay. Can't and I pay, did. don't play. So you need to send Mike D that one dollar. Okay, doing it right now. If no one wins, everybody adds another dollar. Yes. I'm okay. just gonna go ahead and pay him too. Um, and I'll ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'll ask the question and we'll come back and get the answer. Women are three times as likely as men to consume this. That's the never gonna get it. Women are three times as likely as men to consume this. Morgan, are you playing? Yes. Okay, everybody's playing. Okay, that's five, that's five bucks now. Let's do the never gonna get it. Hit me with it. $25 up for grabs wow. if someone on the show gets it. Come on. The question is, women are three times as likely as men to consume this. What is it? I'm going to go to Amy first, who sits right to my left. Amy, what do you think women consume three times? Three times as likely to consume. A latte? A latte, okay. That's one guess. Lunchbox. Oh, man. I, I, I mean, the first thing that j- jumped in my head was tomato juice. But then I said, what? that's so stupid. <laughs> and I wrote down reality TV. Ooh, one with the side angle. I like yeah. that. Interesting. It's always something a little different than you think with these mm-hmm. questions. That's why I had to think outside the box. Eddie? So as soon as you asked the question, 
I thought the Starbucks line, you look at it, and I would say there's probably three women to a guy ordering coffee. I'm not going to go latte like Amy, so just give me coffee. Coffee? No, every man drinks coffee except for Bobby. Well, your answer is coffee. Hey, why do you always take little shots at me? <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Well, Bobby, yeah, there's no reason for that. <laughs> that, that, was new thing. that wasn't a shot. Okay. I, lunchbox I, does not drink coffee. Oh, ex- or a lunchbox. Sorry, I thought every man drinks coffee, and then I was like, oh, yeah, Bobby doesn't. Morgan. <laughs> I'm going to go with wine. Okay. Oh, oh, that's good. That's real good. Ray? I went the television route as well, and I put kids' cartoons. Okay. As well, uh, oh, Morgan number yeah. two, you may have got it. Here that's we go. Good. Women are three times as likely as men to consume this. Is it coffee or lattes? No. It's not. Oh. Incorrect. <laughs> Is it... You guys think it's Morgan, so we'll hold her to the end. That's is it so kids' good. cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> is it reality TV? Was it close? Is it kids' cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs> uh, for $25. Dang it. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Who feels like she got it right? I do. I do. I do. For sure. No, I do. Because, I mean, yeah. That's so right. Women are three times as likely as men to consume this. Morgan number two says wine. Is it wine? Yeah! yeah! Oh, you got it! <laughs> wow. Dang. So do we have to pay her the dollar Ooh. for the day or no? No, no, no. no. You, you, if you oh. live, yeah, she, yeah, you're good. She made $25 today. Dang. Dang. You want to roll the game over and start again Monday? Yeah! Yes, absolutely. I felt like our listeners are like, hey, what do we get out of this? <laughs> they want if they want to put a dollar in there yeah, too. Yeah, they can put a dollar in the pot. <laughs> if you miss it, <laughs> you got to. Yeah. They can Venmo Mike D as well. <laughs> The Friday Morning Conversation with Reba McIntyre. Hey, Reba, how are you? I'm doing fine, Bobby. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. It's always always good to talk to you. Well, same here. I got to ask first, as we kind of start this, you know, you're putting out the, the, the re-release of this project, which, by the way, if you didn't hear us talking about it earlier, Reba is re-releasing her album, Rumor. Rumor has it. It's the 30-year anniversary. I wonder if you look back at that 30 years and go, holy crap, that just that just flew by. It feels like yesterday. Absolutely. That's the year I had Shelby. He's 30 years old now. Race car driver, doing well. Grown man. Uh, You know, it's just so weird. Time does fly, but then in a way, it just seems like it was last week. Very strange. Climb that mountain high. Rumor has it. You lie. Fancy. Falling out of love. Now you tell me. That's all she wrote. I mean, these are all songs that I grew up on listening to the radio you just, just so much. And to watch this concert, because I watched your YouTube concert that was that you put out as well. And you know, you have all this this footage in the vault. What what does that even mean? Do you have every concert that you ever did from back in the day in the vault? Boy, I wish I did. That would be wonderful. Uh, the one that I really wish we had gotten to film was in ninety six. It was the huge production, fifteen clothes changes, ten dancers, and I broke my leg December the sixth skiing. And we were, you know, just right at the final finale of the tour, and and we were going to film it in Portland, Oregon. I'm pretty sure. And a few shows before, I broke my leg at Salt Lake City, King, mm. and we didn't get to film it that year. So that was very heartbreaking for all of us. We put so much work and time and energy on it, but it's really neat to to watch them again. You know, the audio and the uh, video quality is not the best. Uh, we just aired on YouTube uh, last Friday night, the 1990 Rumor Has It tour, and, and you're kind of thinking, wow, production and technology has really improved in the last 30 years, to say the least. Of course it would, but it's sure a lot of fun to watch it. You know, whenever you break your leg and your show has all these wardrobe changes in it, do you then, did you stop the tour or did you like perform with a broken leg and you just didn't move around as much? Well, I was on a stool. I did miss four of the shows. We, I just couldn't get it together. I was sick at my stomach every time I moved. I was vomiting. And uh, I guess it was the anesthesia. I didn't know what it was. But we did the last four shows with me sitting on a bar stool that swiveled with my, uh, my broken leg sticking straight out. And then we had a pulley situation that went from the garage stage to the center of the arena and on to the, diamond, the other stage at the far end of the arena, and they, it was a pulley system that they just moved me back and forth, and I could twirl around with my good leg, 
and the dancers were flying around me. <laughs> and the first time they brought me back for my clothes change, all Sandy Speaker did was put a jacket on me, a different jacket. That was my clothes change. And I was crying. And when I, she pulled me back in there, she said, what's wrong? I said, they didn't leave. She said, why would they leave? I said, because I'm not uh, dancing with the dancers and doing all my regular stuff. She said, Reba, they came to hear you sing, not dance. I think I think it was Sandy's way of saying you're not that good of a dancer. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the truth. You know, whenever but, you uh, the, you know you, you talk about not being able to change into these show outfits, I'm always curious about the outfits too. That like, were each of these outfits super expensive, and and were they made specifically based on like how you drew them, or or how did that all come together? Oh, Sandy Speaker designed them. She made them. Uh, sometimes she had the material sent off to have them bedazzled, bejeweled, and sequined up. But she did all of that, and she would draw. And she's a great artist, great seamstress, great designer. And she would draw everything up and show me pictures. And uh, I would always think, man, I wish my waist was that skinny. And then she would say, here's the fabric that's going to go with it. And I would say, yeah, I like that. And she'd make it up. And there we go. She did it for the dancers and for me and the uh, the band, the background singers, everybody. Wow. What was the process for the, the, the signature big Reba hair? Like, how long did that take to do before a show? I'm thinking two hours, as best wow. I can remember. She would put my hair in hot rollers, and I would uh, do my own makeup while she did my hair. And then we'd sit down and we'd play cards until Brian Leadham would come in and say, okay, uh, it, it's time to go to stage. I said, one more hand. He said, you really got to go to the stage. We got addicted to card playing. We loved it. What games were you playing? I think it was double solitary. We called it Nerd. Yeah, I never played I'm a, that. I'm a game player. Yeah. I love games. I saw in one of your specials that you honored the, the band members who had died in the plane crash in 1991. Um, what was it like watching that back, if you did watch it back almost 30 years later? I did watch it. It was heart-wrenching. It was um, very sad. Wow, they were good. They were so good. And to be able to sing with Susie Wills and Paula Kay, it was just, uh, I just sat there and bawled. I miss them. Yeah, I was watching it too. It's, it's, it was very emotional, obviously. Um, I, just switching it up on a much dopier note, would you ever reopen Reba Land someday? Would you ever open Reba Land someday if you retire, like, Do- like Graceland or Dollywood? Because I would go to that. I'm going to leave that to Dolly because she's the pro at it. No, I'm going to say no to that. No, okay. What about a Reba bar on Broadway in Nashville? <laughs> call it Reba. That'd be less work? Well, you can call it Reba's Fancy, and everybody has to come in in a tuxedo or like a bow tie and, and, and their, their beat-up clothes, whatever, but you have your own theme, too. Oh, that's a cool idea, Bobby. Yeah. I like that. See? And they, and some, and they have to wear something red. And some, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know your most streamed song? Do you ever look at that? Oh, Fancy. Yeah. By far. Okay. Do you know your By second far. most streamed song? No. The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. Great song. Whenever Great you song. whenever you get that song, because you know, I, I used to watch Mama's Family all the time. And many people don't know that she was the original singer of that song. When you when you oh, absolutely. when you get that song, like how do you feel about doing a cover when you're the biggest star in the world and they're like, Hey, we think this would be a great song for you to cover? Bobby, you're so sweet. Uh, well, I like to do covers. I, I even did an album one time called um, Starting Over Again, Dolly's song. It was all the songs that I wish I had recorded first. Mm. I just fall in love with songs, and I want to sing them myself. That's why I did always love doing cover tunes when I first got started. Um, they, they found the song. They did a great job on it, but I wanted to sing it, too. That's why I did Respect. It wasn't any disrespect to Aretha Franklin. I just love the song. I love the way she did it. And um, I couldn't even get close to her performance, but I wanted to sing it. You put up for sale the autograph 30th anniversary edition, rumor has it, on vinyl. And I just wonder how long it takes you to sign all, all of these. A long time. <laughs> I do them all myself. Nobody does them for me. I will not let anybody sign an autograph for me. That's me. If you get an autograph for Reba McIntyre, you know that I had my hand on that paper, page, picture, and album, CD, cover, that's me. No signature stamps, huh? No boop, and there it is? Nope. Nope, it's all me. None of them are the same. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Do you ever see people that maybe uh, fake sign Reba stuff? Have you ever seen any of that out there? No, not that I'm not to my knowledge. That's good. I mean, listen, there are people doing bootleg autograph stuff all the time. That's awesome. If you, if you haven't had to deal with that, um, with your vinyl, the sign. Do, do you have a record player? Do you still listen to music on vinyl at all? I do, I, I do, and I, I love it. I love that that first little when the needle drops and it's got the little scratchy sound. I love that. I'm going to ask you this before you back. before I hit the record one more time. Um, all these TV reunions are happening, from Friends to the Fresh Prince. You have hinted that you've been texting cast members from, from your show, from Reba. Would you guys do a special? We would do a special. We would do a two-hour walking down memory lane. We'd do anything to get to work together again because we had such a good time. We all like each other. And, yes, everybody's on board. Then what's the deal? What's the holdup? I would say it's higher up the gravy chain train than us. There's nobody higher up a chain than you ever. <laughs> you're the, high, you're the <laughs> queen of the chain. <laughs> the queen of the chest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, listen. <laughs> let me say this. Uh, the re-release of her album, Rumor Has It, it's the 30th anniversary you, and all, all the big songs. I think you're going to love it. And also, I'll say this. There's a couple bonus tracks on, on here. The, uh, the remixes of Fancy. You know, one's live at the Ryman and the one is the... Uh, uh, what's this guy's name? Dave Oddy? Odd? Um, I don't... Yeah, Odd. Okay, so what did you think of this remix when you heard it? I loved it. See, what's so funny about Fancy, no matter what shape, form, or fashion the production is, it's still a great song. That means it's a great song. So here we have the original Fancy, then we've got it broken down into just an acoustic set live at the Ryman, and then you've got the over-the-top dance mix, and it's still Fancy. Special CD, vinyl, and autograph bundle packages are available. And listen, you know we love her. Everybody loves her. There's nobody that doesn't love Reba. And if you don't love Reba, stop listening to our show right now. That's right. Get off. Get, <laughs> turn us off. All right. Hey, Reba, great to talk to you. Thank you for the time. And hopefully I'll see you out and about sometime soon when things are a little more normal. I'd love that, Bobby. Take care of yourself and stay safe. All right. Bye, Reba. Bye-bye. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. When a 19-year-old college student found himself in a bad situation, a police officer in Wisconsin stepped in to help. After working all summer to save up to buy a vehicle, Aaron Rodriguez traveled from his Milwaukee home to a city about 40 minutes away where he bought a used Dodge truck for $3,200. Less than a half hour later, he was driving on I-94. Smoke started coming out of the truck, so he pulled into a gas station, and the truck caught fire. Flames. Police officer Dan Barber responded to the scene. Three people were already using fire extinguishers. After the fire was gone, Rodriguez had to pay 175 bucks to have the truck towed to his house. But a day later, when Barber was off duty, he set up a GoFundMe account and he raised 4,500 bucks for him to go and fix his vehicle or buy a new one. Wow. Awesome. That's great. Isn't that crazy? Cobb didn't have to do that at all. No. I mean, cops have enough going on. You know, that is that's a that's an amazing story. So let me throw a big shout out to police officer Dan Barber. That is an amazing story. Good for you. Appreciate you. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Listen to a lot of old school hip hop when I work out or run. It's kind of what gets me through. And I heard bombs over Baghdad by Outkast. I forgot how much of a jam this song was. And so now I've, I've kind of re-added it to my playlist. This is early Outkast. And so I was thinking, what are some other awesome songs that I'd forgotten about that I just wanted to bring up again so maybe people remember them out of their playlist? So here we go. These are three songs that I used to love, forgot about, but refound in jam. Number one, Pay Me a Birmingham. Mm. Who sings it, Eddie? Tracy Lawrence, man. Yeah. Just, it can, I have another list that I listen to when I work. It's 90s country. And this came on. And I was like, man, I haven't thought about this song in forever. It is so good. So good. My second one is Dwight Yoakam, Fast As You. Oh, come on. One of his later hits, but still. It's one where he goes, oh, oh suck okay. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And my other one is on the alternative side, around the same time. You can tell when I was born because it's all '90s <laughs> stuff to me. Amy, before you play the clip, Raymondo. Amy, do you know anything from Our Lady Peace? 
<gasps> I know. Yes, but I can't think of it. You forgot about him? Oh, yeah. dude, that's so good. You doing clumsy? I'm doing Superman's Day. Oh, that's a good one. This is I Superman's Day. But it's not my thing. I, I wouldn't. This wouldn't make my list. Man, when I was a kid, even in college and a little bit in high school, like I had just had so much country that I was like, for a minute, I got to stop. And so I was really into the alternative stuff. <laughs> and uh, it was about two thousand ish. Maybe it was nineteen twenty. And um, I had a friend who lived in Dallas record The Edge on cassette tape, yeah, 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 the yeah. alternative station. Just record an hour, flip the tape, record an hour, then mail it to me. And I'm just listening to that tape. And that reminds me of stuff like that there. So, all right, Amy, what's your one song that you're like, dang, it was good. I don't make sure people don't forget this. One Republic Apologize. That's a good one. Yeah, this just stays in your head forever, too. <laughs> Going, Eddie. Okay, so I used to like this. My parents would listen to it, and my brother would listen to it. And then you played it on a on a Bobby cast that we did together recently. And I, I was like, dude, this is so good. Afternoon delight hit me. <laughs> when I hear this song, though, I think of Anchorman. <laughs> do you? Yeah, because they do a whole scene where they're having a picnic. And- See, I think of Goodwill Hunting. Skyrockets in lightning. Afternoon delight. Why are we talking about this? It's, it's going to be on this week's Bobby okay, Cast. Okay, good. So it's not out yet. It's about songs that you didn't know were extremely dirty. Amy, this one's really dirty. Oh. You and you that? wouldn't think by just listening to the instruments. No, it sounds like a children's song. It's it not. It's not. <laughs> what do you think Afternoon Delight is? I mean, I'm guessing. Okay. Um... Lunchbox. Oh, this this song has a deep message, but it also has a very simple message. Party like a rock star. <laughs> and where would you listen to this? At the club. Would At you request club. it? Yeah, all the time. You go to the DJ? Go to the DJ. Hey, can you put on Party Like a Rockstar? It's the jam. Like, this is such a good song. Raymundo, you have one? Yeah, I went with Butterfly by Crazy Town. Definitely like 20 years ago. Sexy, sexy. That was crazy. They were good for like a day. <laughs> that one song, right? Um, they had uh, a song too, Starry Eyed Surprise with Paul Lokenfold. This guy did Shifty Shell Shock, okay, the lead singer. But, but yeah, they had a couple. But maybe I was a little too much of a fan. I just know <laughs> I know a lot about them. Morgan, what's the song there? Oh, I listened to it in college a lot. It's Dan and Shay's Road Trippin'. Was this ever a single? No, it was on one of their albums, but I listened to it on repeat in college, and then I just found it again like in the last few weeks, and now it's on repeat all over again. Can we make a playlist of all these songs Yeah. that we're like, oh, we forgot they were good? Yes, but in order to make it free, we have to make like 100 songs, so if oh. you guys have more, oh, wow, wow, send wow. them to me, and then we can just <laughs> add them all. Oh, boy. But I'll add these and then add a bunch more. So we'll go to Facebook, have listeners say, hey, remind us of songs that are good that people probably forgot about. Yes, and then oh, we'll boy. add them all into one. Okay. Probably won't be checking out that playlist. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> That's going to be a lot. I don't know what's going to be on that thing. But uh, add yours on Facebook. Go to our Facebook page. Amy, I forgot to ask you if your husband had fun over at the house playing basketball. Yeah, he did. I mean, he came home and said it was amazing, and Caitlin's an assassin. Yeah, well, yeah. Caitlin's the best pure shooter out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you definitely don't want to be in front of her. We play a game called Knockout where you shoot and then... Eddie came and played. It was great, but you're First right. First time Eddie's ever played. She's killer, man. Did you ever win a game? Not one game. I was the only one that didn't score one point. And I brought my kids, too, and, like, <laughs> they were just like, Dad, you were not good out there. They didn't say that. Aww. Yes, they did. No, they did they were like, did you score any? I was like, no, I didn't score one well, point. Well, you scored, you, you scored, yes. but you didn't win any games. Right, right. But the scoring system, the way it works, I didn't get one point. Does that inspire you to want to come back or n- oh, not? Yes, but it worried me that you weren't going to invite me back because <laughs> I was kind of the weak link. But um, I'm if you want to do that again this week, I'm down. Well, here, well, I can't this week, but but maybe next week. Okay. Um, here's the situation: Eddie brought his foster kid and his son. Yeah, and the two little ones. When I would get eliminated, I would go 
play football with the foster kid, right? Yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. He took a football, so, you know, you would throw the football around. And there's not, not a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. Here's the deal. When he, when, when I, when we got the foster kid, he didn't know sports at all. I introduced him to sports, and he loves sports. Your he, foster kid's how old? He is five years old now. He loves football, basketball, baseball, loves them all, and he's competitive. I don't think he knew that before we got him. So to him, I am a sports god. It's, he's like, Eddie is so good. at Look how far he throws the ball. He teaches me everything about sports. Which is how dads are to kids. Right. Yeah. So here comes Uncle Bobby, and he's like, all right, son, all right, I'm going to teach you some plays. So he starts teaching him next-level sports. Okay, when we leave, he's like, wow, Bobby taught me this, Bobby taught me that. Uh, I wasn't doing it to show out. The kid, (laughs) it was like he'd been malnourished in how to play sports. I was like, like, son, I'm going to get you there, but, you know, Uncle Bobby took you a little too far on on teaching you about the the game and all that. Yeah, there's an order. No, don't jump on his team. Go ahead. <laughs> so so anyway, I was like, th- I just felt like there's a little boundary there, like bones. I'm working on him, and and I, I feel like now I'm gonna teach him again. Like, all right, catch and throw, and he's gonna be like, but let's do plays like Bobby does. Why don't we do all that? All Bobby, I showed it- him was how to take a fake handoff, run an out route on a naked bootleg <laughs> <laughs> with an audible. <laughs> <laughs> And then I showed him how to actually do the same and pull it back. <laughs> yeah. And throw me a pass. <laughs> yes. It was we only opened no, up part of the playbook. I really do appreciate you spending time with him. Like you're awesome with him and both of my boys. And like it was cool, but I was a little worried when I left. Do you think I overstepped my, my boundaries, Amy? No, I think it's fine. <laughs> Are you gonna take him to his first game? <laughs> they have games next week. <laughs> okay. Uncle Bobby wanna take him all to the games? He does not. <laughs> he doesn't go to any game. All right. Uh, no, it's fine. I think it's fine. Okay. Good. Yeah, you're good. Does Don't he, do it again. Does he think I'm... He didn't say anything. Did, did he see that I won the whole basketball th- game that day, the okay, challenge? Okay, okay, here's what I did. So on the way back, I said, out of everyone that was playing, who was the best? Bobby. Yes. I, <laughs> I, was, like, what, 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 I was like, what about me? And they're like, no. This, but they ranked him. They're like, Bobby, uh, Caitlin, Ray, <laughs> and then last was me and your husband, Amy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't forget on Monday's show, a hypnotist is coming in. You suckers are going to be hypnotized. So (laughs) Monday's show, check that out. It'll be fun. Uh, Flashback Friday, real quick. 1995. Let's go. Flashback Friday. At this point in the year, the biggest country song was She's Every Woman by Garth Brooks. She'll rage just like a river. Great song, but not really one we think about as one of his greatest. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. It's one of those, we did a segment earlier, like songs you forgot were really good. This is a good one. I might have sang this one on my talent show. Dang, I think I did. Dang. You don't remember? (laughs) No, I sang a lot in talent show. That was my talent. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I sang once. I remember. The biggest pop song in 1995 at this point was Coolio, Gangsta's Paradise. And the biggest thing of pop culture, the Sony PlayStation was released with the price of $299. It was the first computer entertainment platform to ship over 100 million units. And now they're about to put out the PS5. We're on the 4 right now, but it's about to be the PS5. Still haven't started playing basketball yet. I got Eddie in, and then I got out. I know, and I'm waiting. I know, me too. I have to get back in, though. This week? And, well, and I gave Caitlin a warning <laughs> flare. I was what like, do you hey, mean? I, think I'm, I haven't played in a month. Like, I think I'm going to start playing again. She was like, great. I don't even want. Why are you telling me? I was like, I just I want the, I want the, I want the credit of telling her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, that's what's up, Amy. What's going on this weekend? Uh, we're gonna have a, like a outdoor barbecue with some Haitian friends tonight, and then just low key the rest of the weekend. But outside, so I think this family has already. Let me talk to you about this. They already had coronavirus a long, long time ago. How long ago? Oh, long, long. Like months. Mm. Go oh ahead. I don't know. So they were like, because I told them, I said, hey, Stashir was sick, but we just both got negative coronavirus tests if y'all are nervous. But it's two Haitian girls, their daughters, and they are going to hang out with the kids, which the kids desperately need. So they're like, we're good. We're, we're, we're not going to get it. We're good. So we're good, right? 
they can't. They don't really know yet. <laughs> they, don't. they don't know how long antibodies usually last. I mean, it was a very, it was a long time ago. Well, it couldn't have been that. It wasn't 2008. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> very long ago. This thing's only been in our life for less than a year. Yeah. So, anyways, we're good. But that's they're they're excited because we're gonna have pickles and fried plantains and barbecue and kids love that. What are yeah. pickles? It's a like a Haitian slaw, oh. like a cabbage slaw. What about you? Off to Denver. Right after the show. Hanging out with anybody that's at Corona? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> You're like, it's not funny. <laughs> well, Eddie, you've had it. Here you are. They they told me three months is, my, is how long my antibodies are. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what does that mean? <laughs> it means he's a superhero to Corona for so about three for about months. Three okay. Months. But everybody's different. Okay. But I hope nobody has it. I mean, we're tested three times a week. Yeah. So I get tested every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I feel like now that I have my spot, I'm probably just going to go get tested all the time now. Why not? Did it cost you anything? No. Free test? Free 99. And I got it in less than 24 hours. Nice. If you tell people about it, though, you will not get it in less that's than 24 hours. That's why I just said my spot. I'm off to Denver. Um, I'll see you guys when I get back and see everybody here Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Hey. The Bobby Bones Show.